Greetings and welcome to another episode of Vividly Speaking with who else but me, (laughs) Dr. Vivid. This is a podcast where we focus on mental health, wellness, the real of it, not bogged down with a lot of clinical jargon, but talking about our lives, the things we feel, the things we do, the things we encounter, the things that impact us in a way that's digestible, relatable. We give it a little bit of humor. We give it a little bit of, hmm, let's dissect that and a lot of real. So I'm so glad that you're here with me. So why are we wasting time? Let's just get right into it. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing? How's it going? How are you? I hope that you're doing everything you can to take care of your mental health, your spiritual health, your physical health, and your financial health. If you don't know who I am, I am Dr. Vivid, aka Dr. Ashley Elliott, aka my mama named me Ashley, my work named me Doctor. <laughs> and Here we are for another episode of Vividly Speaking. Y'all, it's crisis season. Um, For you guys who don't know, this time of year, especially, you know, I I mark it by when daylight savings ends until, you know, good time in March. (laughs) It is rough. Um, The lack of sunlight, the holiday season, just a lot of things going on make it really rough for people. And crisis season has been beating my ass, (laughs) beating my ass. Um, I've had so many clients that are dealing with so many heavy things and so many people in the community who see me as an active resource that have been dealing with so many heavy things and I have family and friends that are dealing with heavy things, a lot of grief, a lot of loss, a lot of sudden changes and transitions. And it's hard. And the world has just been very heavy as of late. So I really am telling you guys, you folk, you lovely vessels, take care of yourself. Take care of yourselves. Check in with yourself and your tribe, your family, your friends, but check in with yourself. Are you feeling different and have you been feeling different from some time and is that different distressing to you? How have you been taking care of your body, your mind? Are you constantly exhausted? Are you constantly feeling like there's something that you're worried or you're anxious about? I implore you to take time and really focus on what you need to focus on, whether that be going to therapy, starting a therapeutic uh, journey, cutting out the bullshit, taking your meds, educating yourself about meds, whether they be psychopharmaceutical or herbal that can help your body, your mind, and your spirit. But most importantly, being honest with yourself. And knowing that you struggling doesn't mean that you're broken. You struggling doesn't mean that you're weak. You struggling means that you're a human and you're vulnerable and you're going through shit and it's okay. It's okay. I had um, 
you know, transparency queen moment. I just came out of a depressive episode. It hit pretty hard. Um, like I told you, I lost like 10 pounds. I was trying to, it was still working through it, still momming through it, but just crying every night, crying a lot. And also, my depression comes with anxiety waves. So, and I had a lot to be anxious about. Um, Y'all, I, trigger warning, I witnessed the aftermath of a carjacking and then like two and a half hours later, narrowly escaped losing my life as people came and riddled the street with bullets from the house that I was moving out of. And I had people passing away. I had this move I had to pull off. And I'm still working. I'm still momming. And then I just couldn't. Well, I couldn't in the way that I recognized it, but not in the way that people on the outside looking in could recognize it. And I took time and I reached out to my therapist and my other doctor friends and my mom. And I decided that I just need to take some more time to focus on me because I devote so much time and I'm not bragging. I'm not boasting. I'm not whining. I devote so much time to others. So. Welcome to the season finale of season two <laughs> of Vividly Speaking with Dr. Vivid. And I hate, hate ending things on odd numbers, so look out for bonus content. <laughs> I got issues and that's okay because my therapist sees me on Mondays. What about yours? What about yours? Anyway, let's get to the next part of the episode. Oh, what's happening? What goes on here? Some of y'all's friends, distant cousins, the folk that y'all didn't share pencils with in school are unhinged. I have been on Marcy Martin's internet, you know, and there's a lot that has been going on in the last week. And there are two specific things that I need y'all to pay attention to. One, the Meg and Tory, no, scratch that. Megan the Stallions trial is happening. We ain't gonna talk about, we ain't gonna say his name. That little motherfucker, <laughs> we're not gonna say his name. Cause it's really not about him. It's about how some of the kids that you didn't share your eraser that had flavorful scents on it and chose to like break your eraser behind your back. Mm -hmm. It's about how they are getting on the internet and are saying that Megan's saying that this whole ordeal and how an assault trial has pivoted and turned into an exposure of her sexual life, her sex life, and this slander and how people have been disrespecting and treating her since she was shot has made her feel like she should have been killed, like she should have just died. And some of y'all friends, 
who like to eat raw cookie dough got on the internet and made fun of her and are laughing and are telling her to get over herself. This woman is telling you that she is depressed. She is anxious and she is battling her mental health symptoms and y'all are still making fun of her. Still making memes, still making jokes. Move around. If you hate black women, just say that. If you hate her, just say that, but leave her alone. Anytime a person gets on a stand on a social media platform in their on their social media account, I don't care what it is, and they tell you, I wish that death would come for me and you feel like it's funny you need help you need help and this is the reason why people suffer in silence because when they go and they express how they're feeling how their depressive symptoms are impacting them how life is making them feel broken and beat up and y'all get on here and make fun of them. But if that woman. And I speak against this. I speak against this. If you woke up. And you saw that that woman took her life. How would you feel? How would you feel? Would it still be funny to you? And speaking of this. And I'm going to talk about this a little bit more in this episode. Y'all are unhinged. Rest in peace to Twitch. One of my favorite, excuse me, one of my favorite dancers and choreographers. We found out that he took his life on Tuesday, on Wednesday. And some of y'all friends who I can tell never got the prize out of the cereal box. And left it unopened so it can get stale, not realizing that they would have to eat that stale ass cereal and their spite like backfired. Some of those friends got on the internet and started creating conspiracy theories and saying that this man couldn't possibly have taken his own life. Somebody else had to do it. I don't believe it. What you're actively saying is that black men can't feel anything other than anger and the joy that you respect, the joy that feels good to you. That man left a note behind for his family. That man went and went into a motel and ended his life because of the pain he felt. And you can't even wrap your mind around a black man doing anything other than entertaining you. You should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. And you are complicit. You are one of the reasons that black men have higher rates. (laughs) You are one of the reasons that black men have higher rates of attrition when it comes to therapy or don't go to therapy. They're struggling in silence because they don't feel like anyone thinks their pain is worthy of attention. They don't feel like people will understand. Or will let them heal, help them heal, give them the resources so they can heal. So they'd rather not be here at all. 
when you concoct stories like that, you minimize that man's legacy. You minimize his pain. And you are disrespecting an entire demographic of people who need your love and not these distractions and conspiracy theories. What the fuck is happening? What goes on here? All right, my loves, I want to give a trigger warning. This portion of the episode will discuss suicide, discuss suicidal ideation, and other content related to abuse and survival. (sighs) Twitch's passing, Megan's trial... And just the heaviness of the world have really made me aware of what a piss poor job we've done in terms of mental health, mental health awareness and education. Um, I posted videos on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok about how the last couple of days has made me painfully aware not only the things I just stated, but the fact that a lot of people don't uh, don't know what masking is. Or I believe they, they attribute masking to just neurospicy sim- symptoms or, excuse me, neurospicy-related diagnoses, meaning like autism, sensory processing disorders, um, you know, thing, things like that, ADHD. When we talk about masking, what we, we're discussing is Altering, modifying, hiding certain behaviors, certain symptoms in order for you to get through an interaction with folk or to hide things so you won't appear as awkward, weird, or a burden. And we don't just see this when we talk about neurospicy symptoms. We see this when we talk about psychosis symptoms. We see this when we talk about depression and anxiety. All, all It goes on and on and on. We even do it simply when we're stressed out and we don't want people to ask us things. We'll be like, oh, I'm okay. You know, when people say, hey, how you doing today? I'm fine. And you alter your voice when you feel like shit. <laughs> I'm good, good to you. You're not good. <laughs> You're not good. But you don't want someone to pity you. You don't want the unnecessary, what you feel is unnecessary attention. Or you don't want to go into explanation. You don't want people to um, feel sorry for you or you feel like, you're bothering them with what you're really feeling, what you're really going through. And seeing people make comments online about how happy someone looks or how much money someone has, they couldn't possibly be that sad. It's like money doesn't eliminate sadness. It eliminates some problems that creates sadness, but it doesn't eliminate all sadness. Status and titles don't eliminate all pain. And the world is harsh. So people have started hiding their true selves just to fucking make it through the day. And a lot of people were saying, You know, Twitch was just making these videos. He just posted this. He just did that. Yeah. 
yeah. I I know people and I know of so many people who were the life of the party at 11 p.m. and gone by 7 a.m. I know so many people, know of so many people who people looked up to or really loved. They're so talented, so creative, had so much going for them, but also had such darkness, such heaviness on their spirit, and they just couldn't take it anymore. But in order to get their paycheck, they stuffed it down. In order to have an interaction be 30 seconds instead of an hour, they stuffed it down. In order to fulfill a contract, an obligation requirement, they smiled, they danced, they laughed, they took pictures. They stuffed it down. Masking is something that happens so often, but it can be so harmful. It can be so harmful. And sometimes we mask because we feel like we don't have the room to be vulnerable. People are going to question us. People are going to say that our feelings aren't valid, that we don't have the space to do X, Y, and Z. And it's it's such an incredibly harmful tool, but it's a coping strategy. So many people have started using out of necessity just to survive. Because sometimes describing things to people who don't want to who don't want to understand it's harmful so we'll take the lesser of two evils I'd rather keep it to myself and suffer in silence rather than announce it out loud and be turned away be denied be minimized and feel worse than I was feeling before I open my mouth. We got to work to stop this. We got to work to be more empathic. We got to work to really understand what it means to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And think about how they must feel. And not how you want them to feel. And not what's most comfortable for you. We gotta stop. Because we're losing so many people. So many people. We are harming each other by not embracing each other. By not being willing to acknowledge and see one another. I talked on the last episode about um, a lot of stuff I was going through and how people all sometimes were like, you got it. And I thought about um, 
And again, a trigger warning. I thought about years ago, a couple years ago, a few years ago, when I had my last suicide attempt. And um, how people looked at me then. When I, I, I voluntarily hospitalized myself. And I was gone for a few days. And I came back the day after I got out, I had a speaking engagement. Wild, right? <laughs> and nobody knew. People just assumed that I got like, some people didn't even, you know, five days. You know, some people just were like, mm, I don't know who she is. Or didn't check in anyway. Or, you know. And people who I did, uh, did notice my absence and thought I was sick or something. And I was. I was emotionally sick. But I remember where I was in life and how nobody really knew. I remember making the calls to my friends and family to let them know, listen, I need you to pick up my car because I'm admitting myself. And some of the phone conversations were infuriating. Because it was like, what do you have to, why would you think about, like, if something is, why are you questioning me? <laughs> like, this is something I, I, I look forward to. This is something that pleases me. To get to the point where you think about now no longer existing means that you got some heavy shit. And here you go throwing more heavy shit on it. Here you go throwing guilt and shame and judgment. And then I had people who just couldn't believe you know, you go to work every day. You have a child. You do this. Like, how could you possibly? What could you possibly? You didn't know that I was dealing with emotional abuse and manipulation. You didn't know that I'm dealing with a lot of financial shit that wasn't of my doing. You don't know that I was dealing with trying to fight evictions that I didn't even know were forthcoming because my ex-husband wasn't paying the rent and I had a kid that I couldn't let be on the street. You you didn't know that. My cats are acting crazy. Didn't know that my work environment was toxic. I was working for... Um, older black man that was filled with so much self-hatred while he was supposed to be serving mostly black students, but students overall, but mostly black students. And it filled me with so much disgust that I was working with people who were actively sexually harassing <laughs> my <laughs> other coworkers. And the powers that be just were like, yeah. I was having to deal with that. That the night before my licensing exam, I was physically assaulted and couldn't change the date <laughs> and got there and completely, like, couldn't operate to my best and felt like a fucking failure that I had opposing counsel 
telling me things like, oh, you're not licensed, y'all. So, is she a worthy expert? While my family and friends and old professors uh, are trying to convince me that I'm as smart or smarter than many people. It was so painful for me. And I reached a breaking point where being strong hurt. And I just didn't want to hurt anymore. And I remember telling people I was depressed. And I was really on edge. And them like, oh girl. <laughs> You'll be fine. You always fine. And I remember telling people, no really. I'm going through a lot. And them just throwing their problems at me on the phone or texting around it. I remember someone even telling me um, that it would be probably better off if I just kill myself. But I was still going to work, still being a mom, still trying to study. Still, <laughs> my cats are fighting. Still trying to be the best version of myself when I didn't want to be any version of anything. And I remember when I got out of the hospital and I made actually a live. I went on Facebook Live um, a few days after. And told people what part of what was going on. And I was like, yeah, I I voluntarily admitted myself. And people being like, I never you. And I'm like, and I was so bothered by that. Because you only see parts of me. You don't see all of me. And when we have situations like what happened with Twitch and what's going on with Megan, it's because you only are acknowledging parts of people, the parts of them people that make you feel good. At the end of the day, no one likes to talk about suicide. No one likes to talk about suicidal ideation. No one wants to talk about death. But we have to have a conversation about these things so we can prevent it. We have to have a conversation about how seriously we take mental health and wellness and how we need to stop treating people as if they're robots and acknowledge that there are different levels of emotion and different modes of functioning. I'm emotional doing my own show. And I'm trying to pull it together. (laughs) Talking about, you know, these things gets me emotional because it's it's a life I live. I've been really open about um, my struggle with depression and anxiety. I, 
I've been an anxious child for as long as I can remember. Um, but I think a lot of the adults in my life ignored the depression. So my first suicide attempt happened when I was 10. And I talked about this before. So, and I've had multiple um, from 10 until, I believe, yeah, 31. 30, 30, 30, 31, right. So very recent, but far enough for me today that I'm so proud of myself at, you know, how I use my coping tools and my my strategies and where I'm in my healing. But close enough and real enough where I can acknowledge someone else's struggle and go, mm-hmm, I know. I know what that feeling is. So let's have conversations about how we can allow each other to be vulnerable and even when it makes us uncomfortable without minimizing that person's vulnerability. Let's have conversations about masking. Let's have conversations about what type of <laughs> what type of resources we really need to create to have true suicide prevention and awareness programs that are effective. Let's do it. And if you by chance are struggling and you can hear my voice on this podcast, I just want you to know that you are important. Even though sometimes you don't feel like you are seen. Even though sometimes you feel invisible. (laughs) You make an impact even though you feel like sometimes people make you feel so small. You are loved. Even when the people that you want to love you don't acknowledge how beautiful, how amazing you are. You bring so much to the world. Fight. Because you're worth it. Fight because you deserve to dance again to your favorite song. You deserve to laugh so hard that tears form in your eyes from joy. You deserve to eat your favorite snacks. Until your tummy hurts. You deserve to go on that vacation. You deserve so much. And if you stay here, you can see it. I love you. If you need help, or you need help finding resources, please reach out to me on any of my social media platforms. You know I'm Dr. Vivid. Or reach out. My email is contact at drvivid.com. So... 
This is usually where I give you, it's time for well mail, well mail, well, well. Today I'm not answering any questions. I am asking you if you feel heaviness, if you need resources, what resources would you benefit the most from? What do you feel like you could use, you know? Is it groups? Is it um, therapist directories? Is it some cool list of different skills and strategies? What do you need? Hit me up in the TikTok streets, the Instagram streets, the Facebook streets, or directly in my inbox at contact at drvivid.com. I told you this episode going to be a little bit different because it needs to be. So, get to my boxes, the inboxes. That sounded rather sexual, so I need to correct that. <laughs> get to my inboxes, get to my DMs. Let me know what you need. Also, let me know what things you would like to see for the next season. And what were your favorite episodes from season two or season one? Because I would love to hear from you. All right, all right, it's time to take a beat. This is the part of the episode where I tell you about the things I've been listening to, what's been giving me joy, what's been helping me think, what's been helping me reflect, what's been on repeat. And honestly, (laughs) truly, Stevie Wonder, Someday at Christmas. Also, Fred Hammond, Let the Praise Begin. I love that song. I love me some Fred Hammond. I've been listening to those songs constantly. Terrell Grice, um, Invitation to the Cookout. I've been listening to a lot of those uh, tracks. Sucker, Jonas Brothers. Forgive me, Chloe and Halle. God Can Let Go, PJ Morton. Uh, That's from the Gospel According to PJ. Um... Let me see true shit jacob jacob ladder more featuring trevor jackson um bear with me tiana taylor born tired janae aiko shout out to my baby mama um <laughs> brighter day kirk franklin smells like teen spirit nirvana those are the things that i have listened to that have been getting me through that have been helping me what's on your playlist What's on rotation? What's on repeat? Let me know. Let's compare our music notes. And now it's time to do it yourself. This is the part of the episode where I talk to you about skills you can use, whether they be tools for your coping strategy toolbox, whether it be things to get you through the meantime, between time, you know, between therapy session visits or just things to help you deal with life because life be life and this week I want you to make a list not on no Santa shit 
I want you to make a list of all the things you need to leave behind. All the things you don't that don't serve you and why they don't serve you. Because sometimes it's not enough for us to just say, oh, I need to stop this. No, I need you to identify the reason. And I need you to keep that list somewhere where you can reference it. So you can check and make sure that you are really standing in your boundaries. So you can check and make sure that you're not putting yourself in a position to not get what you deserve on a regular basis. So you can make sure that you are creating goals that reflect growth and not reflect settling. So make a list of all the things you need to leave behind and why. Because that's going to help you create realistic goals and a list of things you need that are beneficial. Things that need to take the space of the shit that's taking up space. So get on your list. We got homework. All right, let's go. And now it's time for the cool down. This is the part of the episode where we focus on mindfulness, body awareness, relaxation, breathing, and most importantly, you. Now, during the cool down, I may do things like ask you to close your eyes, take deep breaths, or follow along as I guide you through visualization tasks. It's best if you participate in the cool down when you're in a safe place in a safe state and free of distractions. If you're around distractions or you are not in a place where you can sit, lay, or stand while going through this uninterrupted, it's okay. This is a podcast. You can pause Stop and come back to me when you're ready. Let's begin. Let's start with a deep breath in. Now exhale. Mm, That was a good one. Let's do that again. Inhale. Check and see if you're taking a proper deep breath. You can place your hand on your tummy. When you inhale, remember that your tummy should inflate like a balloon. And when you exhale, the air is being released and that balloon should deflate. our hands on our tummies, our stomachs, and let's try that deep breath again. Inhale. Mm. 
good job. Today, I want you to lay down or recline. Let your body just relax. Don't tense up. Let your body rest as it naturally desires. And we're going to close those eyes and practice resting. You deserve rest. You deserve peace. You are not your labor. You are more than your labor. Rest is necessary. Rest will feed your spirit. Keep our eyes closed and take a few moments of rest together, quietly. we take a moment to acknowledge our body thank your body for all that it's done for you today this week this month this year let's take our last deep breath inhale gratitude labor thank you for taking a moment to indulge in the cool down I implore you to take more moments because you're worth it and you deserve it look 
what three minutes can do. Let's practice this once a day. Thank you for being here. You matter. This has been the cool down. Alrighty, we have made it to the end of not only this episode, but a season. And I want to thank you guys for being here with me for two seasons. Two seasons. Wow. I want to thank you guys for the listens, for the subscriptions, for the patience, (laughs) for the comments, the DMs, the emails, y'all are amazing. Y'all are stupendous. Um, the next time I see y'all, it's going to be 2023. The next time I see y'all, I'm going to be 35. <laughs> My birthday's in a few days. The next time I see y'all, I hope that we all are in a better place. I feel a little bit lighter. The next time I see y'all, I hope that you still are working on your growth. And the next time I see you all, I hope that you're in a position to truly see you for who you are and who you're trying to be and the work that you're doing to get there. So, Until next time, you know how to reach me (laughs) in these TikTok streets, these uh, Instagram streets, these Twitter streets, these Facebook streets are straight in that uh, email inbox. And remember, you don't owe the world or these people anything, but you owe yourself everything. And you know what? Throw it back to season one. Because it's about to happen. I'm going to do it like it's my B-Day, baby. (laughs) All right, y'all. I love y'all. We out.